0: I'll never back down you for joining us and being a guest on the podcast. This is actually our season four premiere mm-hmm. and no better Whoa. way to start it than with a badass like you. Thank you. <laughs> well, you're going to be playing at Exchange LA next month, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be
1: on the 4th. Um, right. And it's a charity event um, that Say My Name is has put together um, and the lineup is so sick and it's really unique because everyone on the lineup is a minority. Um, and where it really started is he actually, during like beginning of COVID when Black Lives Matter was going on, he, was, he put together a stream um, to give um, minorities in the scene a platform um, during that time. Um, and so they're bringing that to life um, in real life now that we can play shows, but also, um, he's partnering up, um, with this foundation, um, to do a a charity event as well, so it's a really cool,
2: cool event, so I'm really excited. What, uh, what charity is it? Local Hearts Foundation. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah, and
1: every ticket that, uh, one person buys, they're putting five dollars towards Charity, so
2: oh that's awesome and I mean there's mm-hmm. also some other big names on it like I saw etc cetera, etc cetera.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah so it's say my name etc cetera, etc cetera. me black jesus me and black jesus are actually going back to back oh hell um, yeah that'll be sick yeah yeah I've actually known him for a long long time like even before I started my mad girl project um he was like a supporter of one of my older projects um so it's really exciting to
2: be going back to back with him. So, that's so, so cool. cool. And Gom's on it too. Yeah,
1: and Gom. I've actually never met him, but I love his music. He's sick.
2: <laughs> we love Gom. So. We stand gone. He's a he's a <laughs> <Gom> homie.
1: <stands.
2: laughs> T- tell him that he's <laughs> under investigation if you see him.
1: <laughs> Is he from L. A.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, Kelly at least. Yeah. Yeah, I think he lives here. Yeah, yeah he, we
1: follow each
2: other.
0: Yeah, he definitely lives there. We had him on the podcast last season. And then he also played a show out here at what is now closed, Beta Nightclub. That's like an absolute (gasps) shit show.
2: (laughs) I'm not not even going to say RIP. I
0: heard about that. Is that real?
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. You don't even want to know. (laughs) Okay. So long story short, I mean, you know that Beta was one of the top 25 clubs, like basically in the world at one point in its heyday when we all were in high school. And um. So then I think it. Speak for yourself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was not in high school. Oh
2: my God, I got so old. Okay. I take that back. <laughs> um, <laughs> back in its heyday, we'll say. Um, and then it like, it took a hiatus and then it, it became under new ownership. I think it was like four or five years ago and they started kind of throwing like rap shows and then they, they kind of started trying to get back into dubstep right before COVID. Um, but then the management was just not willing to like give the edm performers any good nights you know like they were like making them perform on thursdays and stuff like that which is fine but it was just very tacky and they were like doing sketchy things and so i think they got their liquor license taken away right yes
0: yeah apparently there was a it was multiple events that happened and they just all like piled up on this one evening where there was like a shootout and then there was yeah. like they were, uh, they were serving after hours. So you're not supposed to serve past like 2 a.m. And they were keeping the party going. And then the manager there tried bribing the cop and like paying him to like not say anything to keep his mouth shut, basically. So oh, just an man. absolute shit show. And it's like, it's not what it used to be. We do miss <laughs> the good old beta days. But and we even tried throwing a show there last year. But the management mm-hmm. was basically like, fuck you. Like we're, we're we're double booking and booking other artists like Bow Wow or something. They tried booking Bow Wow.
2: So we (laughs) were trying to book sharps and black sheep for like the global dance after party that same night. And we, you know, we were like sending offers out that day. And then the person with beta is like, oh yeah, I just heard from the owner that Bow Wow is booked for that night. So we're going to have to reschedule. We were like, Mm -hmm. what? What the heck? Bow Wow. Yeah. I
1: hope that show That's good. (laughs) I don't even <laughs> think he ever showed
2: up <laughs> yeah oh, he probably did <laughs> it's just like in a sketchy area kind of like the ballpark district is really nice but recently it's gotten kind of sketch and you know if there's crime down there and stuff like the city's gonna be pretty strict about it so yeah damn yeah,
0: yeah. crazy but switching gears here I actually would love to learn more about your track that you released with Corella No mm-hmm. Control like that's that's huge! Like, how did you make that connection with them?
1: Yeah, so I have known the girls for a very, very long time, since like I want to say early 2012, maybe even late oh, wow. 2011. Um, so what? That's ten years
0: yeah, already. Right? That's yeah, that's wild.
1: Um, so yeah, I met them back in my raver days when I was like a a raver and um I actually used to write for a blog um called white raver rafting Hmm. um I don't think they do stuff anymore but um yeah so I was writing for this blog like just like covering shows like covering tracks things like that um and I went to this one show in West Virginia. It was actually a festival at this college and they're fucking crazy out there. They party in West Virginia because that's all they can do. Have you seen that um,
2: I'm Schmacked West Virginia University? No. Oh my gosh, that's the craziest <laughs> I'm schmacked episode. <laughs> just have I've never seen that.
1: <laughs> um, but I could only imagine because I saw it firsthand. That's just wild over there. It's like they have nothing to do except like party and yeah, that's all it makes make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I went out there with a couple of friends um and it was uh, called Glow Fest this festival mm-hmm. and it was the, these were the headliners um Zed Porter Robinson um Cruella, um i want to say I want to say it was, like, Dada Life or, like, someone like that. Oh, my God, Dada Life. I can't, I, can't, I can't remember. I can't remember. It was someone like that. And, um, yeah, I think that those were the only main headliners. Um, So we went and we had all access, so we ended up meeting them. And, like, that was, like, back in the day when they are like, super hard partiers. They aren't really like that too much anymore. Um, but... So we met them, like, in backstage, and, like, they were just, like, giving us alcohol, and, like, we were having great times, like, partying, like, getting to know one another, and that actually was, like, the night that they, like, created this, like, thing that they did at a bunch of their shows, I guess, called a sock shot, and that was, like, (laughs) the night that they, like, started it, so basically what they would do is they would, like, take a cup and like pour Jamison in it and then take a sock and like drench the sock.
2: <laughs> in the a, you, a used sock or a fresh sock?
1: Uh up for discussion. Um <laughs> and then they would suck it out of it and it'd be like a sock shot. Oh. Um and interesting. Yeah, it was that was the first night that they created that and like There's videos and photos of me that I've since like working with them. I was like, oh my God, I wonder if those videos and photos are on the internet. So I I hope you
2: took a sock shot that night.
1: (laughs) I did. Okay, good. (laughs) So I was like, fuck, I wonder if this is on the internet. I like searched the internet. Apparently, the the video was taken down because it was like pretty messy, like, you know, Mm -hmm. people just like partying and shit. Um, Mm -hmm. And I thought I had photos of it. So I like looked through like my old hard drives and shit and I couldn't find it. But they're out there in the world somewhere. Um but, yeah, Someone's you know, hard drive. <laughs> exactly. That's how I met them. Um and that's so then cool. af- Yeah, it was really random. And then after that, we just kind of like kept in touch like I would see them at random festivals and events and like we would always it was always really friendly and then I started DJing myself because at that time I wasn't DJing um I started DJing really soon after that myself and then I actually opened up for them in my hometown one year um I was also a promoter back in the day so I was working with them on some shows so we just have like a long working history together Mm -hmm. um And then when I put out, um, when I started the macro project, um, they've always really loved hard style stuff. So they were like super about it. You know, they were like playing out my tracks and putting my tracks in their mixes. Um, and they like hit me up and they're like, we would love to work together. Like we always play your stuff. Like, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. I'm down. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it was just like really like it felt very natural. Like it wasn't forced. Cause we've known each other for so long. And like,
2: yeah, it was, it was really, it was really cool. You have a remix. You did a remix for them, right?
1: Yes, that's right. I, to- I totally forgot. Is that, about is that the, I the did first, do it.
2: First, first like official time you guys worked together?
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it was a bit different then. Cause it's not like we like work together, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, it's a remix. So I worked on the track myself. Um, so it wasn't like, as like, you know, us really working together. Mm -hmm. Um, but yes, I did do that. I actually put that out. Um, right when COVID started, it was like March, 2020, I think. Um, but yeah, that was, that was really cool. It was like a trap slash hard dance, uh, track I did of their tune green lights. Mm-hmm. I totally like miss that. I was like, oh yeah, I'm just going to skip over that.
2: <laughs> no, I know. Uh, I, I really like it. I was just going through your Spotify like an hour ago and I didn't even know that you had a remix of Cruella. So that was cool.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I love that one. That was really fun. Um, but yeah, that was, that was cool. Um, and I think it was on a, like a, a remix compilation for their album zero. Um, and it was me, Lit Lords. Ooh. Um there's like a progressive house DJ, I forget his name. His name oh Reaper's 22.
2: on that. Wow. Oh Reaper? Really? Oh Reaper was on
1: it. Yeah, he did a drum and bass remix. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. It was
2: really and sick, Slippy. You know. Slippy Reaper Moti. And Slippy. Okay.
1: And Moti, that's the guy. That's a progressive house
2: guy. Oh, that's a big one too. That's a popular
0: Yeah.
2: One. He was
1: his was really dope.
0: That's pretty sick. So how long have you had this Mad Girl project running?
1: I started Mad Girl at the end of 2018. Yes, end of 2018.
0: Yeah, like I love like the cyberpunk style you have Mm -hmm. and like the motorcycle and, you know, the purple, like I guess what inspired you to come up with this type of style and like what made you want to get into the hard dance industry?
1: Yeah, so... When I first started the project, um, I had an alias previously um, that was mainly like Base House. I did some dubstep, but it was mainly like Base House, House. Um, and I just felt like I needed, I wanted a platform with a little bit more direction um, and a little bit more niche to um, what I was really into, like the genres I was really into. I've always really loved hardstyle. Um, and I know like America is really, when it comes to hard dance, you know, it's a kind of, it's a pretty difficult market because oh, yeah. it's not based out of here um, and Americans don't really understand it. It's kind of
2: like drum, drum bass. Mm-hmm. It's also um, hard for Americans to break into hard dance too.
1: hmm hmm So that's what, that's where really the idea of Mad Girl, um, as far as the music came about, Um, because I wanted to do hard dance, but with Mm -hmm. crossing over with other genres. Um, so like Keizo was a really big influence for the project, Say My Name, um, Gammer, like huge influences for the Madagirl project. Um, so yeah, that was really how how it came about. I was just like, I just, I want to do a project that's hard dance with other blends of different genres, um, because I love playing all kinds of music and I love all, all EDM. Like I love German bass. I love dubstep. I love house. I love techno. Like I love all of it. And I've been in the scene for a really long time. So I've seen a lot of, you know, of the transition periods and, you know, different trends happen throughout the years. Um, So yeah, that's where, that's why I really wanted to start it. Um, And then as far as like the branding, when I first started Mad Girl, it was more of like, Um, like, punky type stuff, which I'm still, like, it's very much still me, Um, but as the brand developed, I really wanted to, um, you know, put into the brand anime slash cyberpunk Mm. um, vibes, because that's just really what I'm into, Um, and with, like, the motorcycle and stuff, like, I actually ride motorcycles, so it's just basically just, like, me, and, like, what I'm into, and, like, what I really like, like, in mm-hmm. uh, on a platform as a project so that's really how it all really came
0: about that's why no, sick yeah i love all of that i love that i can just go on your instagram or any of your social media handles and like your page tells a story right away like i can tell what your personality is like and i just think it's really awesome because a lot of i feel like a lot of artists jump into this especially us like we do some mm-hmm. consulting on the side with artists a lot of mm-hmm. them they don't really understand what their vision is or what they're going after and so at that point it's like well then why are you doing this to begin with you know mm-hmm. your your brand has to tell a story and i feel like with yeah. you it's like super super cool and like you really mm-hmm. stand out amongst other artists like a lot of other artists yeah and being yeah. a female too yeah
1: yeah it's like it's it's a blessing and a curse when it comes to dance music because like mm-hmm. obviously I'm sure you guys know, like being a female, it's it's tough in any entertainment industry, especially dance music. There's not many of us. We're always trying to have to prove ourselves, yada, yada. Yeah. At the same time, like there aren't that many of us. So we do stand out. So.
2: Mm-hmm. And I mean, I mean like that. even some of the hard dance acts that we've done consulting with before, like they've mentioned you as someone they're like, oh, like Madderal played our track, like the commie boys. Um, there's been other acts, to artists that we've talked to, who are like, "Oh my God, Mad Girl slaying!" Like, we love her. Really? Yeah. Even <laughs> Kazo, okay. because yeah. we actually, what? we
0: actually are the ANRs for Welcome Records, and so even I knew
1: it.
2: <laughs> we didn't make an announcement, but people have been catching yes. on <laughs> So like, even, I
0: was like, yeah, like we'll we'll. You know, we'll brainstorm ideas and yeah, Kazo does speak very highly of you. And so he's even asked, like, oh, mm-hmm. like, did Mad girl send more demos? And we're like, no, not yet, but we'll make it happen.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I actually have tracks. I actually spoke to my manager about this. I was like, I think that they are ARs that
2: yes. welcome.
1: So I'm not sure. But well, <laughs> I'm gonna like ask them and then we can like talk about it.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, I have
1: music now.
2: Do it, yeah. send it over. Yeah. I was, but I was going to say, um, like what other women do you think are killing it right now? Like whether it's in hard dance or EDM or like internationally, domestically.
1: Um, there's so many that are killing it right now. Um, so let me think, let me think. Okay. Hades.
2: Mm, Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: She's, she is absolutely killing it right now. Um, Hades, um, Obviously Jessica
2: yeah yeah
1: Queen um love her she's like the queen at base. I see lays is doing really well right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Layla. Yeah. she's on the yeah. road yeah uh Jeannie Jeannie's a really mm-hmm. good friend of mine and she is absolutely smashing it and she's like someone in the industry that I feel like um young woman who want to get involved should really look to her, like look up to her because she is doing it right for women in dance music. She's building a platform for women um, to be able to present their music and have a community Mm -hmm. um, with Girl Gang. Like it's incredible, like what she's created. So hats off to her.
2: You you worked Um, with Girl Gang, didn't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, in the past I've done a couple of releases. I did a mega collab, it was me, Genie, Sippy, Level Up. Level Up is another person that's killing it. Wow. Love Um,
2: Level Up.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, we did a a collab um, called Inferno um, back in 2020. How did I Um, miss this? That is epic. Yeah, right? It was like, yeah, it was like way before like Level Up and I feel like Sippy Mm -hmm. really like, boomed. It was, like, right before, and it was also, like, right in the beginning of the pandemic, so it was, like, a weird time, yeah. um, so, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's on SoundCloud. It's oh, on it's Spotify. on SoundCloud.
2: It's on Spotify? No, it's
1: on, it's on, it's on all platforms, okay, but, like, cool. it's, it's up there. You just have to search it. It's called Inferno.
2: Okay. I'm about to look it up right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm, like, typing this <laughs> in right now. Oh, it was on that one comp that she did. <laughs> yeah, it was
1: on a compilation,
2: mm-hmm. Hell yeah. um, Wow.
1: and, and then later, That year I also released with them on another compilation. Um, It was a Christmas compilation. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a track called Mind Control, um, which I actually did like a sick uh, trailer video for with like my bike and like some like VR I think I saw that,
0: yes. Yeah,
1: it was really fun. I really enjoyed that. Um, Anything that has to do with my bike that's included in my brand, I'm just like, Mm -hmm. yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Some badass photos.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's always so fun because I'm like, this is like me. Like, this isn't just like fake. Like, this isn't just like something I'm mm-hmm. just like posting like as a branding thing. Like, this is like what I'm actually into. So it's, I get really excited about it. You, um, you
2: also, yeah. I see that you have a song with Thai guys.
1: Yeah. Oh, That's shit. Sick. Yeah, I do. Yeah, we uh <laughs> we work together. It's just like been such a weird time. Like, ever yeah. since COVID, like quarantine. you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I did do that. Back, back when things were normal um yeah we worked together in 2019
2: mm-hmm. the, I love them for the remix that they did of this time by Keizo oh mm-hmm. yeah I mean
1: that was like getting played it's I still played it myself yes but that was getting played so much like when they first put that out with Gami mm-hmm.
2: yeah. epic yeah that's cool Crazy, dude do you are you working on any other collabs that you can talk about
1: Um, I have a track coming out, um, in a few weeks, um, with a very underrated slash smaller artist. Her name's Dino Shaddix.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, I've heard of her.
1: Yeah. She is absolutely a fucking killer when it comes to production, like, out of this world. Like, it is insane the shit she's making. Um she's released on um she's released on subsidia and she's done things on uh disciple roundtable yep. and barong. We actually um connected a long time ago when I released on Barong in 2019, we were on the same compilation. Um and we were kind of doing similar styles the hard dance dubstep
2: mm-hmm.
1: type thing. And then years later we started working together um on, on tracks and just collabing and we have a couple of tracks, but um, the one that we're putting out, finally, um, is coming out in a few weeks. Sweet. On Rude service. So, uh, yeah, we're really excited. We'll have to keep um, an eye out. Then, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then me and Jeannie have a collab that we're working on. Um, that's going to be sick. It's actually done. So we will see when that comes out.
2: Mm. Um, Might need a home for it.
1: Maybe. <laughs> Um, and, uh, I know me and Riot at 10, um, we had something in the works and then we scratched it and now we're starting all over. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> you know how that goes. Um, yeah. And I feel like there's a bunch of others that I, I just can't think of right now, but those are at the top of my head, the ones that I'm really excited about.
2: That's so cool. How did you get the Barang family connect? Because like, I mean, Yellow Claw is just fucking massive. Like,
1: I literally just emailed them.
2: Oh wow! <laughs> and like a demos email or something?
1: <laughs> yeah, huh. this is when I first started my project too. Uh, so I don't know. I just sent them my music. I was like, "Hi,
2: yeah, I hope you guys
1: yeah. like this." And they're like, "This is fucking sick." So
2: <laughs> well, now yeah. look at you. You're a big. You're a big part of that label.
1: Yeah, yeah. They've been actually hitting me up, like, we want to release you in 2022. Like, hello.
2: Yeah. Let's go. And anyone there? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like,
1: okay. Well, because their schedule, like, books out way far. So they just want to make sure I can get in um, before, like, books out at the end of the year. Um, so we'll see. But, yeah, I love working with Yellow Claw. They're awesome. And they're really nice guys, too. A lot of people think they're, like, not nice for some reason I just because I don't know maybe it's because they're European and mm-hmm. they kind of move off on five like they're not nice I don't know but it- intimidating really, yeah intimidating but they're really nice and they're super down to earth um and yeah. they really care about bringing up smaller artists mm-hmm. which is what I love about Parole. like they're not in it for like fucking clout chasing and they're not one of those labels that's like you know, you're not established enough as an artist for us to release Mm -hmm. your music. Yeah. Um, Which I really admire about them. And especially given that they're literally fucking yellow claw.
2: Yeah, right. I like, yeah, I think we saw them Tomorrowland main stage in 2018. Right, Yessie? Yeah, we definitely did. (laughs) Yeah, so legends. Wild, (laughs) wild. Yeah.
0: I saw them at Amsterdam Music Festival too. That was like one of my favorite sets that weekend, I remember. this was like back in 2016 when I was uh, living in Barcelona and went to Amsterdam Music Festival. Living in Barcelona. Uh, Barcelona, si. Sí. <laughs> Do you speak Spanish? Like what's your ethnicity?
1: I'm actually Puerto Rican and don't judge me by I don't speak fluent Spanish. But blame my parents because they literally didn't teach me and they both speak fluent Spanish. And I'm just like, oh, why the fuck would you do that? Yeah. Like, I, to this day, I give them shit about it. I'm like, why would you bring me up and not, like, teach me Spanish? And they're just like, well, we were traveling a lot to like different American schools, so we wanted
0: you to like speak English. I don't know.
1: I'm just, I'm just like, whatever. Stop talking.
0: Damn, <laughs> my parents were the complete opposite. Like me, I don't make fun of me, but I I can't even roll my Rs. Growing up, I would always get bullied because, you know, where I went to school in San Diego, it was all like, it was basically 80% Mexicans at the high school and middle school, everywhere that I went, 80% Mexicans. So everyone would speak Spanish and me over here, I'd sound like a gringa, you know, like a white girl (laughs) and I would get so embarrassed and like, I would turn like a tomato and all red and just like hated speaking Spanish, but there was no way I could have talked to my grandparents or, you know really any of my other family members, except my parents, like they spoke both fluent English and Spanish, but I basically had to force myself to keep speaking Spanish so that I could at least communicate to my other family members. So I guess mm-hmm. that was a good thing, but man, I hated speaking Spanish growing up, hated it, mm-hmm. but now I love it. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, thank you. <laughs> even though exactly. I was, even though I was a brat about it. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Exactly. That's how I feel. I'm like, I really, I can use Spanish like so much as an adult. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's a missed opportunity. But whatever. It's way no to learn. Yeah, That's true.
2: Exactly. exactly. Did Did you at least get to visit Puerto Rico?
1: Uh, no, I actually have never. Um, <sighs> yeah, which is like really sad. Um, and I should. Um, and hopefully, actually, I'll get a gig there when things are. back to normal Mm -hmm. um I did however do back in I think 2017 maybe um or 2018 I can't remember when they had the the bad hurricane I did Mm -hmm. a charity event um here in LA and helped raise money um so that was fun it was like phase one that that plane and champagne drip it was really cool and cool. they all were just like, yes, we're just giving all the money yeah. to this charity. Um, So hopefully I can go visit one day.
2: Mm-hmm. I was really looking fun. at flights the other day. They're pretty cheap to Puerto Rico. At least round trip mm-hmm. from Denver. So. Maybe. Do you both live in Denver? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Cool. I am a native. Yes, he's an implant. Nice. <laughs> we're all implants. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> pretty much everyone
0: either moved from Florida or Cali or Texas to Colorado. <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 Everyone here is an implant. An implant. Is it an implant?
2: Yeah. Transplant. Implant, transplant. Yeah. Transplant. Trans-
1: transplant. Transplant. Implant. Implant. <laughs> and sounds a little weird. I know, a right? transplant. Uh A Transplant. Everyone here is a transplant as well. Yeah. So. I mean, How I am. am.
2: So. Have you been to Denver or Colorado at all?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I went I hadn't been in a while um actually like a long time it was like 2013 or something oh wow um yeah I haven't I haven't played there um but I went to Red Rocks to see Cascade
2: oh one of the I I think I went to all of his shows at Red Rocks back in 2012 11 13 um Yeah. yeah he always had them in August I remember one year we went and it was just pouring rain the whole night it was so miserable I think
1: yeah I think I was there
2: okay yeah we were probably at the same show yeah
1: yeah it was it was pouring rain yeah i remember yeah but i love cascade so much
0: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. well we're trying to grow hard dance out here in denver Mm -hmm. so who knows maybe can get you a booking out here somehow connect you to some of the promoters oh yeah because yeah yeah, we're also we're also helping some other uh hard dance artists and so like we're trying to get them bookings everywhere but
2: especially out here in denver like that would Mm -hmm. be sick should we move on to the lightning round, Chrissy? Let's go. So the lightning round—it's basically just like five questions. They're they're usually like one or two word answers. We ask that you just kind of like answer it as quick as you can, and then we just drill down on the next question. So
1: oh, battle the shit. All right, let's go. <laughs>
2: um, so this one—this one's going to be a couple more than one one or two words. But what is your pre-show routine? Listening to couplet. Really? I know. Is there one song specifically? Um,
1: oh, that's a kind of a hard one. Um, Parachute's the album in general is like my go-to. Oh, love Coldplay. Yeah. Good pre-show routine. them in London uh, over the summer, so.
0: What? That's yeah. awesome. I'm a huge Coldplay oh.
1: fan. It's really funny.
0: <laughs> Have you been to their, <laughs> did you go to their Rose Bowl show in LA? I've never
1: seen them. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen them. This is why I'm like, okay, if I'm gonna go see them, I'm going to like go make it a thing. So uh, I'm going for my birthday. It's actually on my birthday. So and my parents live in Italy, so I'm wow. using that as like a I'm gonna go visit my parents and see Coldway.
2: Where in Italy?
1: Uh they live in Sicily.
2: That's amazing. Oh my gosh, I've been wanting to go there. Mm-hmm amazing mm-hmm. i was
1: actually just there this past summer visiting it
2: was amazing. that's so cool i'm jealous you're yeah.
1: gonna have
0: so much fun oh my god especially in london making a whole euro trip out of it yep mm-hmm. all right this one's gonna be a little tricky okay oh, <laughs> take this one lightly
2: oh god <laughs>
0: this is part, this is like fbi standard now like we have to ask this question for every interview Oh shit, okay. All right, so fuck, Mary, kill, <gasps> Corella, Ray Ray, Water Spirit.
1: <gasps> oh my god, I feel like crying. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We've attacked her.
1: <laughs> oh my god, why did you do this to me? <laughs> okay, let me think about this. Um, okay. Um Oh my god. Okay. Um I guess fuck Water Spirit, <laughs> Mary, Cruella, because there's two of them and it'd be more fun. Um, and kill Ray Ray.
0: Aww. Aww. Sorry, Ray Ray. RIP Ray Ray. <laughs> oh my god.
2: <laughs> we love you, Ray Ray. <laughs> Uh, take that lightly that though fun. it's yeah it's pretty that funny was
1: fun. that was fun <laughs> we just
2: like to see people squirm <laughs> thank you <laughs> yeah um next question this one is not as hard how many ids are you sitting on right now
1: Ooh, a number uh let's see
2: or a That's ballpark so hard. That,
1: that actually is hard because i feel like i have like a bunch of whips and then i have a bunch of ids and it's just like um, I would say like seven. Ooh, that's a good number.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, all right.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, cr-
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks for rubbing in my face, Chrissy. they can roll your R's. <laughs> okay. Oh, cr- <laughs> <laughs> all right. What kind of bike do you have?
1: I have a Honda CBR two hundred and fifty. It's a small, oh, yeah. tiny, tiny bike tiny engine but I'm also a tiny girl so mm-hmm. um and me getting a a large engine um let's the shit out of myself so
0: yeah I stick to the smaller engines how tall are you I'm 5'5 five five. Okay, okay yeah. so we're the same height because yeah. yeah I want my own street bike someday and I'd probably get the same one as you
1: yeah. I used to have a Kawasaki Ninja 300, but it got stolen.
2: Ooh. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's like shit. a common theme in LA. Um, so I was
2: like, yes, I got my trophy. You know,
1: I got my first bike stolen. <laughs> it's a Fuck. rite of passage. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: All right. I got one last question for you. When are you sending demos to welcome records today? Yeah. the right like- answer. <laughs> Awesome. Well, any final words that
0: you want to say to our audiences who are listening in?
1: Um, thank you. If you've listened to my music, and also, I'm sorry to disappoint everyone um, about listening to Coldplay uh, (laughs) for my sets. It's not. I don't do anything crazy. Like listen to like metal. (laughs) It's literally Coldplay. So I love that. You need to get so in the zen before my literally 107 beat. 170 BPM set um uh but yeah uh I don't I don't really have much to say um thank you for having me on this this is awesome
2: of course yeah we're glad we could make it happen first episode of the season so let's run it up this Thursday